Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, besties? Welcome to Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover in New York City, joined by Austin Kroll, who's also in New York City, but a couple blocks down from me and one avenue over, and Nick Norris from a cozy living room in somewhere. Somewhere Virginia. in Virginia. I guess he made it back there. We're wrapping up um, this leg of our second tour, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And uh, I think we're just kind of all still riding the high of of meeting so many of y'all. Dude, you said it. You are looking at the face of a very tired, but very happy and satisfied man. I mean, I just don't think I could have asked for a better turnout, for a better crowd, you know, interaction, for better guests. I mean, gosh, you know, yesterday we had Paige at four o'clock. And of course, Mr. Andy Cohen at eight o'clock, our good friend. And and I am exhausted, Craig. I have not left my hotel. Well, I had to leave a, a little bit today because I had to pick up something for Watch What Happens Live, but I didn't leave my bed until like four o'clock today. Yeah, thanks to Paige and uh, Andy for joining us. That was awesome. Um, big, big thank you. Had a lot of fun at both shows. Um, obviously, not many people we would bump uh, for Paige, but when Andy wanted to do it, it was great. And he, it's funny, you know, having to lead him when we're so used to him being the lead on stage so i think it caught us a couple times i mean no one it never manifested but i know in my head i was like okay craig like when he's finished talking you better have something else to say because you and austin are leading this and right he he was a great guest he just sat back and like went with the show and uh he's i mean he's just so good he's so charismatic so good at what he does yeah i mean we actually should talk about it now you know because before we were, we were very hush hush. You know, Andy was like, you know, we don't want to say that I'm coming, which was perfect, dude. Craig and I were doing smoke and mirrors with friends of ours, even leading up to the show, and they were like, "Is it Andy?" And we were like, "Oh man, wouldn't that be cool if it was?" Kind of thing. So that it was all just like a, a, a you know, complete surprise. And um, uh, at the reunion. He 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 came into my dressing room when Craig was there, and I had tagged him in something saying that I was going to ask him to be on on um, to be a guest for our podcast. He was like, "All right, so when am I coming, guys?" And we were like, "What?" So um, that was cool, and yeah, and Craig is so right. Uh, I'm so used to him, you know, leading it. So then, whenever we were done with the story. I was like, uh, okay, so now we're going here. And, you know, thankfully Craig had a whole bunch of things that, you know, he had planned to say, but, um, what a trip. And well, we recorded it, right, Nick? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. Obviously I'm curious to see how it's picked up. Cause I'm wondering, because obviously I was front of house when, so I was pretty much center of everyone. That is probably the loudest I've heard a venue in a long, and I'm talking about any concert I've been to in a long, long time. Could you guys, because I listened to some of the videos that were closer to the stage and it didn't sound as loud as it did from where I was. No, I mean, it was over. Yeah, that's because it was too loud for the audio to pick it up. It was, um, 
I knew it, it was, was going to be awesome, roar. but it was a definite. Yeah, I've I've never experienced anything like that, and it just it was just an awesome surprise. It was it was fun, and um, I don't think Andy does that, you know, does those things too often. And I mean, did our besties welcome him perfectly? I mean, it was a two minute. I mean, honestly, it could have been longer than that. We just waited for it yeah. to be over, but it was fun. You know, we did a fireside chat for people that weren't there, and we'll cut clips from the recording and. And put them out there because it really was neat. And, you know, it's a little touch and go these days with everyone filming. You know, I know you guys are our besties, but you'll see the phones being held up in the air recording. And you're like, if you get, I mean, the truth of the matter is you would probably get more secrets um, in the moment if you weren't doing that. But, you know, everyone's a little more on edge when there's cameras recording everything because then it goes right on the internet but it was still a fantastic show and i think we're comfortable putting out the clips i mean we did like a fireside chat with andy for about a half hour and then he stuck around for the rest of our show which we went into some of our favorite stories from the past few years and i i enjoyed it i mean i think that it's funny that you say that craig right because we're like yeah if there weren't phones there so so you know, to jump to Paige's um, appearance on ours, she she just lets it fly. You know, if she's got to say something, then she lets it fly. And I'm like impressed. You know, I'm almost like in awe. Uh, I'm like, damn, she just says says exactly what you know she thinks it feels. And Craig and I are very more like, okay, well, you know, we don't want it to pop up here. And she's like, I don't give a shit. And that was funny as hell. Yeah. And then, and then for Andy, um, prior to the show. You know, Craig and I were like, is there anything that you – and he was like, I'm yours, guys. I'm yours. And he was like, this is for all the years, you know, that I've given you shit on, you know, Watch What Happens and reunions and stuff. And he's like, I am all yours, which was really, really cool and, and music to our ears. We went through some of the times we've been on Watch What Happens. And then um, I think a lot – I mean, a lot of people know this rule, but like one of the main rules of Watch What Happens or the only rule is that – you can't cuss. And so we talked about this one time that James and Lala were on and Andy explained why he doesn't like the cussing. It's not so much the cussing. It's that when you do cuss, they have to censor out like the whole sentence. So he's like, so when you're cussing a whole bunch, the censors like, burn. And all of a sudden it's like the whole sentence before and after what he said. And it's really funny too. Okay. So first off, James, Cusses his Have ass either off. of you guys ever slipped up on Watch What Happens Before? Probably. Probably. Um, but um, I'm pretty, pretty, I'm pretty conscious of it. I'm like pretty yeah. damn conscious of it. And I'm like, you know, if I'm going to say something, I'll be like, you know, frickin' or friggin'. Like, I don't just let. Yeah, I don't think. I, fly. Yeah, I don't think we, we have. Even when I say it at, at, at like our live show, like I'm conscious of it, you know? After saying it, I'm like, ooh, you just let it fly, you know, and then in my head, I'm like, but so what? It's okay, right? So I'm pretty conscious of it when I when I let it fly. Um, but with that being said, Craig, uh, I remember that one time uh, Katie was home and we were at Seabrook and she was watching Vanderpump. It was in the background while, you know, she was working and I wasn't in the room 
And all that I kept on hearing, and it was an episode of Vanderpump, and all that I kept on hearing was like every other sentence was like beep, beep, and I was like, Katie, what are you watching? That's the most cussed-on show I've ever heard. She was like, it's Vanderpump. I was like, oh my god, that's really funny. This this show just like they cuss all the time, and it was probably James. I, uh, I just recently saw that apparently. Peacock has uncensored reunions, which is pretty cool. Some people thought it was unedited, and they were like, you get to watch the whole reunion. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be a 10-hour hour special. Long. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, but uncensored is cool because I think cuss words hold a purpose sometimes and carry a lot of emotion. And I know yeah. that like our raw cuts that we get aren't edited yet. So when we watch our show, if you watch the screener, it's not like blurred out yet. Okay, so that makes sense why the clip that I saw that was making its rounds. And I was like, oh, I'm surprised that they left that in there. It was when Olivia walked off and she said something very, very colorful to Taylor. And I was like, they left that in? But I guess that that's what you just said. I thought it's um, nothing against like (laughs) for or who it was used or not again. But I think that's a hilarious word. I think when people call people. It makes me laugh every single time. And they put together like a compilation, compilation Compilation. of women on Bravo, like calling each other. (laughs) And I was like, this is, and that was my first time seeing like Olivia say it. And I was like, Ooh, damn. Because I didn't catch it when we were there. Yeah, dude. When I saw it too, I was like, no way that they played that on Bravo. And where'd they get that? But now it makes sense that you said that. It's just so funny because like you go to fucking Britain for, a week and you'll hear it and or a day and you it's in yeah. every sentence like it's an adjective yeah. um, you're a funny but you're 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 a good you're yeah shit quite the word <laughs> <laughs> um okay and with that we're gonna take a quick break and uh we'll be right back to talk about more from life on the road welcome back to this week's episode of pillows and beer besties uh we are just kind of reveling in the limelight from an awesome second leg of our second tour where we went to Boston and Philly and New York, three back-to-back-to-back sold-out shows. And today, uh, I think that we're both, or all three of us, are licking our wounds. So welcome back. Yeah, we. Uh, it's funny because the first tour we did drunk, and this tour we did, for the most part, sober. And it's yeah. really... Um, tough to rely or to i don't know like to give your sober self credit sometimes of being like you know what i don't have to be drunk to be funny people still like me when i'm sober and i think that's that's tough and it was really cool to put that to the test so thanks for everyone to be being welcome to that but you know i i mean i'm always proud of what we do austin but i think it's a little more like structured and more of a professional show when we're not, you know, hammer drunk. Yeah. But the first yeah, tour, I, that, I mean, listen. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, listen, like we, we, I mean, I, we, I mean, it's like, you know, so first off, nerves, right? Like you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, you know, this second and third and fourth, you know, freaking glass of uh, rose is going to make me, you know, calm down. And then, and then you, and then you just kind of realize that, like, it's actually harder. It's actually harder because if, like, so yesterday, um, for instance, I drank an entire freaking six pack of NA beers 
uh, prior to the eight o'clock show. So, you know, we got up there at three o'clock and so we were there for six or so hours and, and yeah, I was just pounding those things and I, the I'm so, athletic so brewing, glad, yeah. man, because like if I would have, if I would have been drinking Craig, then like I could have had like a freaking hangover by you know the second show and just like not, you know, been on my game. So, uh, I mean, you know, thankful because certainly in the past, I mean, if this was our last tour, you bet your ass that that I would have been in the green room and not, you know, slugging shots and drinking, you know, this and that. But like I would have been drinking beers all day. And so well, that, when that and second I was, show came, I just, you know, would not have been on my game. I just really wouldn't. Yeah, have. I was proud of us. And it's funny because all it took was just having them in the fridge. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to grab something to drink. But having that alternative was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, we got to really enjoy the live show. And we've got Barstool. We're going on Chicks in the Office uh, tomorrow morning. And so you've, like we said, when they were on our show, Rhea and Fran, you'll hear a lot of us um, coming up and then, you know, they have a show in Charleston that I don't know if they've announced yet, but we, and then after doing Barstool, we've got Watch What Happens with the Southern Hospitality Gang. So, you know, I think it's, um, well, she's part of the Southern Hospitality Gang. Right. Right. Yeah, but but I guess she deserves a name. Um, Well, you know, the funny thing is, Craig, is that I think the chicks just had Andy on. I think that Andy was just on, you know, their show. So we'll be able to. You know, oh, that's cool. I wonder if that's I um met Andy or not or or well, what. since we're in New York, probably. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Well, since we're in, New- we should probably invite them to watch what happens sometime. Um, I invited Ben and Claudia from Boy with No Job and Girl with No Job, but they're in L.A. Um, I don't have any guests tomorrow. Do you have any guests? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Katie. Katie's coming. So oh, cool. uh, for everyone that wasn't there too, by the way, just, just, uh, okay. So for everyone that was there, uh, thank you. Thank you so much because for everyone that wasn't there, um, the audience saying Katie Kroll, happy birthday. And it was really cool. And she, you know, was blushing and she was so, so happy and it was, yeah, really, really cool. But her actual birthday, Craig is tomorrow. So she is coming to watch Rapids live. Oh, cool. Uh, I just got to say, I got my bets into DraftKings because we're in New York, and I did so well yesterday. But I took the Eagles just because all my friends are Birds fans, and we were just in Philly, and they are losing ten to nothing. No, losing to Tampa Bay, ten to nothing in the first quarter. There's a lot of time left. I can't wait for the. Wait, did I miss the Bills game? Yeah. yeah that already happened. I've been looking forward to it all weekend. Yeah. The Bills Oh, the I Bills lost. put up a good uh you know, and they went up 21-0 basically and then it was 21-7 at half and then 21-10, 24-10 and then that's when I turned it off. So, I think that the Bills just ended up taking it and I had the under at 33 because the bet was placed when it was supposed to play in the snow. Well, luckily yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. And you would have taken the under, but what about the Cowboys game? But everyone knew game, the Bills. Dude? Good thing that we didn't bet on that game because if we would have bet on that game, I probably would have put money on the Cowboys and they got smoked. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, great. they got. I mean, their fans are throwing all of their gear away. I mean, they are burning things. They're throwing their TVs away for God's sake. I've never understand like... the burning of a jersey before. It's like you paid for that. <laughs> 
Like, well, why are you like? I mean, if the buy, player leaves, buy a new one next year. Yeah, if the player leaves and goes to a new team and burns you, then yeah, I understand. You're like, boom, torch. But not if your team, you know, loses because I guarantee that whoever was burning that Dak freaking Prescott jersey is gonna buy another one for next season. It's like yeah. it's your quarterback, and that's what you're gonna do. Yeah, they were they were pretty frustrated. I ended up after um, giving some of my money to the casino in uh, Boston. I went on to DraftKings to see what the Super Bowl odds were. So I put money on the Ravens to win, and then I put money on the Ravens to beat the 49ers. Ooh, well, that's a good bet. What are the odds? What were the odds for that one? Yeah. Um. Like one to eight, you know, eight to one or something. Oh, really? That's it. I figured that'd be higher. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you. It just, it's too close. You know, it's too close to the date. I think a couple of weeks ago, if you picked that up, you could have gotten it for like twenty, yeah, thirty to one. Um, when do you I mean, play, Craig? Was... Next weekend. Yeah, they play next uh, weekend. We got the buy. We put. We play on Saturday. And we play the what is it the Texans? Yeah. No. So, Texans so four seed. We got a great question last night. It was a conspiracy theory, so of course it was directed towards Craig. And uh, Bestie asked us if you know they believe in the NFL script. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's really funny. If you want to Google it, and if you want to deep dive into it, um, people out there think that there is a script in the NFL and then they also so every year they come out with the Super Bowl logo and the Super Bowl logo has a color scheme and the past three years the color schemes for the corresponding team that made it to the Super Bowl is on there so everyone's like oh my god it's rigged and this year the colors are for the 49ers and the Ravens so people are like which are like the number one seeds in the tournament so if the 49ers and the Ravens make it, then that only furthers the the NFL has a script. Craig, do you think no, you don't think that, do you? There's there's that's that's not a conspiracy theory. No, I I, I think it's into. No, I think it's awesome for the Ravens though because we're part of Well, this yeah, I mean shit, I mean shit, yeah, if those Panthers colors I'd be like I am all for this script if it's a thing. Yeah. Um no, I don't think it was I don't think it's scripted. I do think that certain football teams have bigger fan bases that spend more money and I think the advertising markets um you know, there's always there's always money behind everything and I I think they certainly like I think that they wanted the Steelers to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, the Steelers fans like if they're not in the playoffs, Steelers. you're losing a huge market. Oh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think there's the Cowboys. Like, I mean, yeah, and like the Patriot, well, Cowboys, Patriots. You know, mm-hmm. I think some teams probably, you know, have a little bit of favorable stuff. But no, I don't think there's a script. I think that there's a lot of um, coincidences, which I do believe in coincidences, even though some people don't. Um, I okay. just. I just I think that they should go. I th- I think every, I think the football game should be done. Um, I think the entire thing should be umpired and refereed by the computers. We have the technology. We can all see it at home. They can see it in live time. And rules are not, 
subjective rules are objective they're supposed to be so well, the referee's opinion should not matter can be sitting and say that's a fumble and then the idiots on the field are like that's not a fumble because you put pride into the mixture and they're like well we don't want this guy to have to like you know to turn over ralph's call and you're like it shouldn't matter that should not be a part of the game R- referees and umpires existed Ralph. because we did not have the technology to do it not on the field you know if it's pass interference it's pass interference if it's holding it's holding if it's not it's not if the guy's out of so i just think there's too much money with legalized gambling now to still let people on the field decide the games because it just happened a couple weeks ago so you want to do away with referees huh yeah i think they should be first craig wants all referees to lose their jobs i'm with them yeah well they would know they would be on field reporting back whatever they're told in their ear. Like someone has still has to be like the balls on the 42, you know, uh-huh. like the fact that they're still using the chains to, to, to determine a first down is, is criminal. It just is. I think like, they do that on purpose, right? Because it's like a, it, it's just like an NFL thing. I mean, Oh, they're bringing out the chains. It's just like a thing. Well, it's theatrical. It's a, yes. Theatrical. theatrical. But it's, but they're, Still making the call yeah, off they, that. They have the technology to put a laser on the field and say this is where it is. Yeah, chipping the ball. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, um, I mean, dude, but that goes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every other sport is moving. I mean, baseball and football are late to the game. It's hockey, soccer, you know, they all do it. Um, baseball they go right the to the box. to the game. Uh, uh, I mean, I think they the, just added like a – like a you know challenge and thing like that to yeah but you shouldn't have to it should all be done from uh, <laughs> the no, person yeah, in the box we, yes yes we we have um, the means to do so um all right well with that being said we'll take another break and we'll be right back with some more pillows and beer If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. We are in New York City. I am in a hotel room. Craig, do you remember this one? Do you remember this hotel room? Yeah, of course. The Royalton Pool Table Room. That was my one of ours first BravoCon hotel. Guys, do you see my (laughs) Craig, dude? Your fucking hair is. Are you gonna get one, dude? Tomorrow, prior to prior to watch what happens. Yeah, I have a haircut at 12. Yeah, dude, that is an unruly. Like, Mitchell's your sideburns are outrageous right now. Um, it's very uncomfortable. But, I don't like it. I feel unkept. 
it's uh I'm I just not, I ended up I'm not gonna lie too, man. When we were sitting up there and we were talking uh on last night's show, I kept like on looking over at you as you were talking and I was just looking at your hair. I was just looking at your hair a lot because it was like <laughs> it was back and even even Andy in uh, the green room prior to the show was like, Craig, man, your hair. You're like, I know, I know. It, it's just longer. It's just longer. No, it, it grows fast. Okay. I uh, I ended up not finding like anything at Zara. Right so I went to Suit Supply and ended up at Bond Street for sushi. Have you been to Bond Street? Oh, dude, I have most definitely been to Bond Street. It is wonderful. I've never Actually, been there before. The last time that I was there, I think it was... I think it was last year BravoCon. So last year BravoCon was in New York, and I went up there with um, some of our uh, NBC folks, friends, you know, Jen and Dave, and Ariana, and God, I don't even remember man who else, but there was like a big old group of us, like of eight or nine of us, and I think I was sitting next to Lala or something, and she FaceTimed you, man. Remember, we were all sitting at. Bond Street. Oh, night. that's right. That's right. Yeah. And, well, and, I had the I big eye tuna tarts. There, but no. I do because I probably just went back to the apartment after. Yeah, I was fucking dead. So. That was um and we all went. And if if y'all have not been to Bond Street, but you're familiar with New York City, it is no different. It is very tight, very tight quarters. And we had like a 10 top and we were we were packed in like sardines, but that's just what you do in New York City. Dude, it was so we we actually had to like we got sat. She like put the menus on a two top next to a two top, and I was like, "Is there any way we can like sit like one table over?" And she was right, like, "Yeah, let right. me ask." Because I was like, like, "I don't want to be on top, top of, of these each people. other." Yeah. Um, but um, it was it was really really good. I uh, I also I have another recommend. I I have another story from there. Um, so back in like 2018, fish played their 13 nights here in, uh, New York, but it was 13 nights over 21 nights. Right. So I was here for all 21 and I was crashing on my cousin's apartment. I met this really, really cute, cute girl. And I asked her out on a date and we went to bond street and basically she didn't know that I didn't live here. Like I mean, it didn't come up and I could tell that she thought that like I lived here. And I was like, well, I'm not going to tell her that I don't because you know, she's really cute and, and I want this to, you know. And um, and we went to Bond Street. That's my first time. And it was a lovely little spot. And I felt so cool because at that point in time, it was like my first time really doing like doing like a couple of weeks here, right? And so when I went, I was like, I'm going on like a proper date in New York City to like this sexy little – Sushi You're like, I live here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool. And like, I convinced myself, I was like, I live here. Um, and so Bond Street is. What did, but what did Paige get? Dude, it was so funny. We like, so <clears throat> I had just talked to you. I forget what was going on, but Paige was, had went to the studio to do her podcast and she came back and I was like, hey, can you please just go to Zara with me? It'll take like, you know, no time. We'll walk in, get an outfit. Let's just knock it out. And we're both like not in real clothes. I have a t-shirt on that has like egg all over it. And Zara's having their big sale. So it was kind of picked through. 
And then she's like, should we go to the moon? Or no, she was like, let's just go to Suit Supply. There's one in Hudson Yards. And I was like, honestly, they never steer me wrong. Um, and then she's like, should we go to the movies? And I was like, that's, that I, I was like, I don't want to go to the, oh, Hudson Yards. Yeah. And I, I mean, it is cool yeah. over there. I was like, I could see us over in this area. And um, I was like, no, I don't want to go to the movies. Like, I, I want to go home, do some computer stuff. And she's like, oh, well, I finally want to go to the movies. And you don't. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. But I was like, I, I could do some dinner, though, because I started to get, like, a little, like, hangry because I worked out. I got too nervous because I went down to the gym finally at 5. I was supposed to work out at 1. And I just sat on the couch and did other stuff. And it was packed. And I didn't have my headphones. So I came up and did, like, a a 20 minute flow in the apartment anyway. So we end up going to sushi and I ordered three courses. And after the first course, we were both like, we just want to go home. We just want to go home. And like the restaurant started to fill up and we were like, okay, so like, do we pay and just leave the rest of the food here? Like, what do we do? Like, do we get it to go? And so like the waitress came back and I was like, Hey, we'll eat the next course here. And she's like, well, yeah, that's about to come out. And I was like, but you can box the rest of the stuff. And then she brought our second course out and I like gave her my credit card. Basically we left a bunch of sushi there because we were just like, this was a fantastic meal, but we over ordered and. Right. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I kind of, like I said, um, I did leave because I had to go somewhere to pick up something that I'd put on hold or that Kelsey had put on hold for me. And, and I was like, okay, I'm braving the weather. I'm doing it. I didn't want to leave, but I'm doing it. Walked outside. I thought it was like five freaking degrees, but it was 30. It was really, really cold. So I went to the place. I picked up what I needed to pick up. And then I was walking past uh, a chop house, you know, like one of my favorite things. And I was like, well, I was like a glass of red wine might, you know, sound nice. And I go in there. I sit down and the bar's empty. The football game's on. I get the glass of red wine. I got like a French onion. And then I was about to order just like a whole bunch of things. Like I was talking to the guy and I was like, yeah, and I'm going to do this and this. And then like halfway through that glass of wine, I was like, I just want to go home. I got to get out of here. I am. I'm dead. I freaking over like exerted myself. And it sounds like the same thing that you guys did there. You were like going to Bond Street in theory sounds, you know, awesome and fun. But you got there, you sat down, you kind of ate a little bit, and then you were like, I got to get the hell out of here. And that's what I did. And I was like, yeah, we oh, were God, I'm like, we... you know, sweating a bit. I was like, I I've, I've, I, got to go. I was like, I, I need to just, you know, go back to my room and just put my pajamas on and chill. I came home last night, and some of our besties brought us some gifts, which I'm going to talk about on the next episode. But I was like, I've never been, I've never been more excited about a gift. I was like, this is the coolest present in the world. If you want to bring me these presents, but I, um, I came home and finished or almost finished Oblivion or whatever the Netflix show, which is way different than, yeah, the one I think you've watched it, Austin. Okay. The one on Netflix where they're like party, like they're special agents, but they party. They're oh, like a right. special they're force team. Obliterated. 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 And like, like there's that. a wild sex scene in that movie, by the way. Yeah. Like a pretty like well done sex scene. In um, the beginning, right? Man, where like they roll off the bed. Yeah. And yeah. it's just more of a show than you would think it is. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. graphic, but you're like, wow, this is like... This isn't like a low budget script thrown together. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. 
kept me entertaining. So I ate a, it was French fries with ghost pepper cheese sauce and a hamburger patty on top of them. And I filled up a plate of ketchup and just sat in the bed and ate that. And I was so happy and like Damn. reflect, like you texted me and you're like, that was really cool having Andy. And I was like, yeah, we just finished our tour. And I was like, all right, cool. It was funny though, how he still made fun of us on stage. <laughs> he still managed to get his digs in at us. Didn't he? He, he knows what he's doing. I was like, wait a minute, this is our show. And he's like, well, it's my show now. <laughs> Well, um, um, it's great seeing you guys. I'm going to watch the end of this football game, but I want to let's catch everyone up with uh, what we're doing, Austin. I personally will be in Atlanta at America's Mark. Come see me on Thursday. Uh, I'm speaking with some other incredible people, and we're launching our wholesale business from Sewing Down South called Cobblestone Collective. Uh, we'll have a table there if you're in the Atlanta area and then i will be at the kansas city home show in a couple weeks get your tickets for that i'll be doing meet and greets and taking pictures and speaking and then me and austin and nick will be in phoenix february 1st for a pillows and beer show we will have a special guest at that show and i just i don't think you want to miss it uh you can find tickets for that at pillowsandbeer.com our old merch is at pillowsandbeer.com and uh what else is going on, Austin? Which, do not get us wrong and don't think that we haven't been talking about this, but we do want to come out with new merch. Even if it's not going to be on the tour, we want some merch that our besties and us, you know, by the way, can uh, get some pillows and beer merch. We had some really cool ideas. It just took too long to uh, get it printed. So we certainly want to get um, some merch and stuff. Just like, I just got just like a bunch of dms about it um but yeah i mean man after watch what happens tomorrow i fly back to charleston i actually have a free weekend which i'm pretty excited for but then i go to charlotte and i have to have planning meetings with a whole bunch of distributors and wholesalers to ensure that trop hop has a seamless re-entry into the market come spring because that's you know everyone's doing their dry january even as i just admitted i drank a whole bunch of na's yesterday um but come springtime, when that sun comes out, lo and behold, we'll all be drinking again. And uh, I want to make sure that my re-entry into North Carolina is seamless. So next week, I'll be doing that. Maybe go to a Hornets game on Friday night. And um, then, yeah, man, Phoenix beckons. No, no, no. Actually, that's not true because after that, we fly back to New York because Craig and I are going on a bar crawl with um, our new business partners who own a bunch of bars in New York City. And so they own a few bars in Charleston and they own a bunch of bars in New York. And so Craig and I are flying in for the AFC and NFC championship game weekend, which is the 28th. And we're going to be doing a fun little bar crawl through a whole bunch of stuff. I think that Craig reposted it today. I'm going to repost it too, but we'll be posting it as it gets near. So we'll be back in New York. Come and hang out with us on January 28th. Love you guys. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.